0: Garden of Favor podcast where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, Turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. <laughs> Hi guys, happy Tuesday. Super excited to go live for our very first official Treasure Hunt Tuesday. So if you missed my post the other day on social media, I shared I'm going to be every Tuesday coming live in the Facebook community, Garden of Favor, to share what the Lord is showing me in my quiet time. So, as I've shared with you all for the last several years, for so much of my life, I really struggled with reading God's Word and actually getting something from it so much so that I was discouraged and defeated before I would open it. And different seasons of my life, I would try again and I would do different things, but as I was desperately seeking healing uh, through trauma that I had gone through, I knew that the Lord was was good and that he wanted me to have healing and he wanted me to come to him to to find healing. And so as I was seeking help from other people and seeking Jesus with all of my heart to find the desperate healing that he so graciously offers by his stripes, we are healed. I started to fall in love with the Bible and I share with you guys a lot that I used to get people ask me all the time about what's your favorite personal development book. And really to this day, I I can't not answer that without really saying the Bible. I have a list of hundreds of, of suggestions within this group of books that I've read over the last several years, but I am obsessed with reading God's word uh, so much so that I'm on my fourth time reading through it and he continues to reveal things to me. So as I was on my healing journey from trauma. And listen, you all, every one of us is, is fighting some sort of a battle. And so I encourage you to get in God's word because he has healing words within his word. But as I was healing and I was, um, you know, just getting in, like I said, just actually reading God's word and enjoying it. I was starting to notice these different months that God would talk about. Um, and then just through the Lord putting certain people in my life, uh, I started to go on this journey of really discovering the Hebrew months, which is, um, just God's calendar, right? So we go by the Gregorian calendar on in the U.S. and uh, so we follow that. But God has His own calendar. It's written all throughout Scripture. He'll tell you the certain months and what they are, so we can see through Scripture um, in these certain seasons, just like we have winter, spring, summer, fall uh, in in wherever you live, or depending on where you live. I lived in Arizona, so it was like pretty much warm most of the time but I live in a a season a, a place now I live in Pennsylvania where we have the four seasons so we really get winter spring summer fall in God's timing in the Hebrew calendar there are seasons there are things that we can see repeated in the Old Testament and the New Testament and we can gather kind of these clues and these little treasures to see the theme of the month so if you've been following along the last two months I have shared uh, we were we entered into a new uh, spiritual year on the Hebrew calendar. There's actually two different years when we go by the Hebrew calendar, and we are now in our third month, and the third month is the month of Sivan. And, um, it is the third month of the spiritual year and it lasted 30 days. And so depending on, that's another thing, as I've studied this, uh, you'll see some people say that it starts on May 11th. Other people say it starts on May 12th. Um, but it's right around May in that second week of May. And it goes into that like second week in June. So, All that to say, some of the resources that I'm using, one, the Bible, um, as I have just, like I said, paid attention to. I had a message this morning from a former client of mine. She's like, hey, and the story of Esther, which we'll be talking a little bit about today, she's like, I see that literally within three verses, it's talking about this month and this month. Um, She's like, could really that much time have gone in between those two verses or those three verses? And I was like, yeah, we think, you know, sometimes these stories are like that, but God is one, outside of space and time, and two, uh you know Every single detail of every single thing that happened, uh, we actually know that Jesus did way more miracles than was actually recorded in God's word. So it's just interesting now to to, to hear some of you, even as you're reading scripture, you're interpreting. Yeah, you, now you know what the month of Sivan or the month of Adar or the month of Nisan um, or uh, like you you're you're kind of more aware of what they're actually saying instead of it just being words, which I absolutely love. So some of the resources I'm using, obviously the Bible, um, but this is. Something Something that I share every time. People always ask, what is it that you're using? This is the His Appointed Times by Christine um, Vallis, and she's awesome. She has teachings on her website for free, and then she also has these resources. And then I also have the collection of these Healing in the Hebrew Months. Um, this is actually the book that got me started in this whole journey as I was desperately, like I said, seeking for healing, but I wanted to do it with God in God's way. And so that is this. There's a series of these books. If you want to get them, they're all very different, but they all have this same theme around what is this month about, and what has God done in the past, and what is his focus, and what is he doing? All right, now that we've laid the groundwork, I feel like I still have to say that many times because so many of you are still new. I posted it in my stories, and people are like, I've never heard of this before. I'm like, yeah, most people haven't. Uh, so let me just pray before we get started, okay? Um, and I, I just want to, uh, you know, make sure that the Lord gets what he wants out through me as well as that you receive whatever he has for you today. So Father God, we thank you so much. I thank you so much for me uh, stumbling upon this treasure through you putting... Certain people in my life, so Lord, I pray that I am a blessing to some of these other women in this community and listening to the podcast or listening to this recording on YouTube or wherever we put it. God, that uh, that you ultimately are what I am pointing them to, and so Lord, we thank you so much for your timing. We thank you for your perfect timing. We thank you for all these hidden treasures that we are able to find here and share together as sisters in Christ, so that we can see that there is so much more to you than we have ever imagined or thought about. And so God, we thank you for that. Lord, I pray over my words that they are glorifying and honoring to you and uh father i just pray that you prepare these hearts holy spirit just do what you do best and prepare these hearts to receive whatever word that you have for them to know what to expect with anticipation going into this amazing month of savan and we ask all this in jesus name amen All right, I'm gonna read to you a couple of the things from here. So just kind of in general, which I shared in the tag in the title of this, um, Savon is known as the month of extravagant provision. Um, It is also known as the month of giving, which that would go with extravagant extravagant provision alignment mercy. Um, And so I want to share with you why and how we can kind of gather that and come to that conclusion. So I love what Christine says. She says, do you see camels on the horizon? in the bible uh it talks about the camels represented uh goodness coming right right provision so let's just talk about provision right provision is the things that god has already prepared for you but that he gives to you and so here's the gu- here's the uh deal guys so many so many people are so um what's the word uh, cautious i think of uh, of the of the prosperity gospel but listen prosperity is all throughout scripture. So I want to give you this definition. This doesn't really tie into necessarily what this lesson is, but I just heard one of the best definitions from a mentor of mine uh, recently about the definition of prosperity. I think sometimes the religious spirit uh, that has just infiltrated the church and us uh, as Christians, right? That... um, the re- re- religious spirit is also really what killed Jesus, right? It was the Pharisees uh, who were like, "No, you're 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 not fitting in the box here," and Jesus still kept preaching the gospel. And so, anyways, I think that we can kind of be um, almost like excited and want to know more, but also like, "eh, is that is that too good? Is that is that is that prosperity in a bad way where it's just like you know we negate the reality that well we're gonna face." Trials and and to be a follower of Jesus, we are going to face persecution. Uh, People are facing persecution. You are facing persecution today. So persecution has a very wide range of what that looks like. Um, With that being said, prosperity, okay? Prosperity is being debt-free because God does say he wants his children debt-free in every way. Every way, like, hello, spiritually, that's what Jesus came to do, right? But there's more to it than that. There's more to it in your inheritance as a child of God. And here is where I, the enemy comes in and tries to um, almost make it like we're scared to receive the blessings of God because, you know, prosperity, we don't want to touch that. I'm telling you, prosperity, hello, Jeremiah 29 11, one of the most famous verses, one of my life verses, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. And I have so many other verses around prosperity, around favor of God, that we need to receive that. We need to know what is our inheritance as children of God. Okay, prosperity. Sorry, I'm on, I'm on a roll here. But I am so passionate about this because I know that for myself, for, for most of my life, I was suppressed and oppressed. Um by the religious spirit and uh just so much uh the spirit of oppression the spirit of the orphan spirit um and it it really holds us back from knowing who we are in christ and knowing what jesus already paid the price for yes it is first and foremost salvation but it's more than that and once you start reading scripture you will start to see more of that so prosperity is being debt-free having more than enough to fulfill your calling and having more than enough to help other people fulfill theirs. All right, I'm gonna say that again. Prosperity, biblically, is to be debt free, because God wants us debt free in every way, financially too, and having more than enough to fulfill your calling, and having more than enough to help other people fulfill their calling. So here's where people get this a little bit twisted. They get it twisted in that they compare their calling to her calling. Now, most of us in here are entrepreneurs, right? So you can tend to compare your calling to her calling and because maybe your platform isn't bigger or your uh, your income isn't as big or your whatever isn't, you can start to think, oh, maybe I'm not this or maybe I'm not enough or maybe this wasn't what I'm supposed to do, whatever. Think about it this way. A missionary in some foreign country Prosperity for them is going to look different than the missionary in, and I air quote that because we don't think missionaries are in the United States, but hello, we should be missionaries in our own homes to our own children and everybody that we connect with. Sometimes we think we need these big platforms to to make an impact. No, it actually starts, first of all, in your own heart, in your own mind, and then in your own home with your kids, your husband, your your family members, Um, and then it just goes out into your neighborhoods. And then, of course, yes, awesome to have a platform to do this. But all of that to say that the missionary in some foreign countries, prosperity for them is going to look a lot different than the person who is called to serve in Beverly Hills. Does God care about the people in the fields who maybe don't even have clothes or don't have running water as much as he cares for the millionaires or billionaires in other places? Yes, of course he does. Are they going to take different resources, different... um, different gifts different skills different talents different different money right or is it is it going to look different yeah it's going to look different but god has called us to be disciples. I am way off topic here, but here we go. I'm just flowing. Thank you, Jesus, for just giving me the words, but um, I'm, I promise you I'm going to get to the savant and what we're here for, but I want to like lay this groundwork as you know that this is a month of extravagant provision. The problem is too many people don't have their hands open because they're nervous about maybe uh, some some religious spirit in some way being there, but also our hands are full of a bunch of junk. Stuff that is taking place of God's goodness and what he wants to give us. How do I know? Because God showed me right before this month started that you're holding on to something. You're holding on to some bitterness and some anger and some uh, some unforgiveness that I need you to let go of it. I need you to let go of it so that you can receive all that I have for you today. So I don't know who needed that, but some of you are holding on to things that you shouldn't be holding on to and that you will never receive what God has for you when you're holding on to the junk. So... Perhaps that's something for you to sit with the Lord on, ask him to search your heart and say, what is it? What is it that I'm holding on to that is taking place of what you actually want to give me in exchange for this month, especially an extravagant provision? Because the camels are coming, okay? And so that is what this month is about. The camels are on the horizon in the month of Savon. So the gift, um, it talks about... I love this, what she says. She says, the gift of his word offers us the wisdom to move into the new with truth and love while the gift of his Holy Spirit empowers us with supernatural strength and abilities not of our own. These gifts are right on time, sitting at the doorstep with our name on them and are just waiting to be open. I was having a really uh, deep conversation with a very close friend of mine around the gift of speaking in tongues. That is a whole other topic for a whole other day. I don't have time to get off on that tangent. But when we think about the gifts of the spirit, if you read about that in God's word, there are gifts. Gifts, there are spiritual gifts that we have. But listen, friends, a gift is a gift. Have you ever received a gift and you didn't ever really open it? You know, I've received some of like the lotions or the bath things and I'm like, oh, that was nice. But I don't even remember that I got it or I stored away somewhere or maybe it has chemicals in it that I really don't want to use. Um, and so there's sometimes I've received some gifts and I haven't actually opened them up and used them. The thought was nice. You know, I thanked them for it. Thank you for it, but I didn't get to experience the gift because I didn't open it. Well, those are a lot like spiritual gifts. If you don't open the gift and take it out of the box and use it, you won't be able to experience the the joy of it, the benefits of it, or or you know whatever the the intention of the gift is. So spiritual gifts are the very same way. All that to say that in the month of Sivan is when we can see in the Old Testament and the New Testament, which I think that I left. Oh, maybe I left my notebook. Um, oh, I hope it's here because I took a ton of notes uh, to share with you guys, which I haven't even looked at yet. Um, but you can see in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, there are some gifts that the Lord gave us. And so uh, in the New Testament, the extravagant gift that God gave his children, that Jesus gave, was the gift of the Holy Spirit. That Jesus had to go back to heaven so that the Holy Spirit could come, be our advocate, be our guide, be our counselor. Um and, and really help us walk through life. So that's the New Testament gift that is the extravagant provision that you have access to today. Holy Spirit lives inside of you if you are a born-again Christian and you have claimed that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit, your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, right? And so that is the extravagant gift that we can celebrate in the New Testament. With that, in the Old Testament, there's a couple stories that I'm not going to go through, but I'm just going to encourage you to dig into and you want to see more about how we can see where Savon and how this fits into this extravagant provision season. Um, it's the story of Ruth, one of my all-time favorites. I've talked to you guys about that before. Um, it's the story of Ruth, and it's also uh, a story in Leviticus about the, the two loaves and God gathering the harvest and feeding the poor people. And so God is extravagant with Ruth. You know, she left everything she knew. She left her family to say, "You know what? Your God, I'm going to serve your God." And she stayed with Naomi. She was loyal to her, and not only did she get to work in the field and be provided for, she had more than enough to take back to her mother-in-law. But Y'all, she ended up owning that field. And so I always love this idea of don't despise small beginnings because God will start you out perhaps working in the field only to in the future, you will you will own the field with him, right? So she owned the field uh, with Boaz, her her new husband. So provision and prosperity, um, he only provides enough, but he, it, the provision, the idea that we think is that he only provides enough, but the real true God that we serve provides more than enough, right? So you think of the, so many different miracles throughout God's word, but the story in Leviticus, the story in Ruth, uh, the wheat harvest, uh, the barley and the wheat, you can see there's, there's some uh, significance there in his provision there, um, and then, of course, then the Holy Spirit moving forward. So the action for the month is to continue walking. So we talked two months ago about walk, like lift your hands up, praise. If you didn't listen to that, you can go listen to um, that teaching in the very first month of the Hebrew calendar in the spiritual year. But then we talk about, and that was the month of, um, oh man, it was the month of Nissan, I believe, now that I'm going back. Nope. Yeah, because. ER was last month and then Nissan was the month before, but it was about walking forward, the walls of Jericho, praising God, your raising your arms. And now this month is a continuation of walking it out. I encourage you, go on a literal walk with the Lord. It's something that I love to do. It's actually one of the biggest reasons why I think I had a almost nervous uh breakdown or depression when George went back to work uh some of you know our story we have retired him from the corporate world so he was home with us for three years and then he just went back to work at the very end of 2020 and I couldn't figure out why I was so sad because I knew that the Lord has him on an assignment I felt that with everything in in me that the Lord has him on an assignment but all that to say is that I knew that him going back to work would then um kind of interrupt my morning routine of being able to go on walks with the Lord. So literally, prophetically, go on a walk with the Lord. I encourage you, don't listen to a podcast. Don't listen to me on the podcast, Garden of Favor. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to other people. Don't even listen to music with lyrics. I encourage you, turn on uh, some just instrumental music or soaking music is something that, you know, you can search that too, or just nothing. Just literally go on a walk with the Lord as you're prophetically walking it out, as well as just giving the Lord space to give you divine downloads and to connect with him with no distractions all right let me keep going um be sensitive to his voice and ready to saddle up on one of his camels to bring provision to others so God is not just a blessing to you and I so that we get blessed and that we receive it right this is this whole other thing about I hear so many people I'm gonna do a podcast on it say you know if God God I trust that he's just he's all I don't I don't need X amount of money. I just need enough, you know, to take care of our family and to know I'd be satisfied with X, Y, and Z as long as I can take care of my family. Like I don't, I don't need to make that much money, or I don't, I don't need to have that or whatever. Um, And what I hear in that is actually a form of selfishness because Jesus promises that there would always be poor people. He didn't say His children would be poor. He said that we are supposed to feed the poor. We're supposed to feed the homeless. We're supposed to feed the widows. We're supposed to feed the orphans. We're supposed to help them, not only feed them physically, but but spiritually, we're supposed to feed them. So if we are just enough, then that means that are enough is not an, an overflow, right? An overflow for other people. So get on the camel this month with the Lord so that you can not only receive his provision and s- receive the goodness of God, but then also that you can take that out and share that with others. We are blessed to be a blessing, right? God says in his word that it is good to be a giver rather than just to receive and just receive the gifts. Okay. When we think of provision, we cannot help but think of financial provision. This is also on the Lord's heart too. In fact, the tribe of this month, uh, which I've actually read two different things, one version says the tribe of the month is one. Another one says the tribe of the month is other. But this one says it's Zebulun, which are actually businessmen, which I love because as an entrepreneur, I'm like, yes, I love to learn how God teaches us how to run a business God's way. So not just for God, but with God and how we can tap into what I always refer to as kingdom strategy, the kingdom blueprints, which I have something super exciting coming for you guys. Business tree. Boot camp where I'm going to give you, um, some really great tips that I have learned over the last seven years after building all the businesses that I have built um, to really teach you some of the things that the Lord has taught me of how we as Christian entrepreneurs should operate in the business space. But Zebulun, the tribe of this month, is a great example of that because Zebulun led Israel forth in trade and they were gifted with the ability to prosper in commerce. In this business person's month, uh, let's review our business practices and finances and learn from Zebulun. Some of us may be considering a new job or a a need for a fresh wind from him over our current occupation. He reminded, uh, be reminded that it is the Lord who gives us the power to create wealth in Deuteronomy 8.18 and he knows the plans he has for us and is going to lead us into them. All we have to do is Receive it. Psalm 90, 80, 18 says, Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and confirm for us the works of our hands. Yes, confirm the works of our hands. That should be something as Christian entrepreneurs, we are praying regularly. Let the favor of the Lord God be upon us and confirm the works of our hands. When we partner with God. We don't have to get out of step with him and do more. We, My phone is like blowing up and it's just so distracting. Um, so I'm like, what am I missing? Um, okay, now I know it's nothing super, super like my husband or somebody calling me. I'm like, why is my phone blowing up? Um, so we know that as entrepreneurs, we want to do our, our work with God because when he meets us where we are his super touches our natural right so sometimes we have this pressure to provide for our family or provide for our needs or provide for whatever it is that we want but that negates God's provision God's prosperity right him meeting us where we are all he wants you to do is give him your yes and then show up with 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 excellence Excellence not to be confused with perfectionism. There is no such thing. The only perfect person was Jesus. And so when you really grasp that and you meet God where you are and you let him meet you where you are, his super touches your natural and then just awesome things happen, all right? So let me see. Oh, I love this. This was something that I had listened to in one of the videos. It said, look at creation as an example. He created everything man would need and then he created man. How good is that? Like just think about his provision, right? He created everything that that Adam and Eve could have needed. First, he provided first, then he created man for the good things. So friends, God is God is not like you know, figuring out what he has for you. You know, he already knows. He already created it for you. So it's your job to receive it. And you need to have your hands empty of whatever it is that you're carrying onto that you shouldn't be uh, so that you can receive what the Lord has for you. So extravagant provision, inheritance, revelation. Um, we just came out of the month of healing and and transition. And so we're continuing to walk out the promises of God. Um, let me see what else I have here. Um Yeah, you know, this is something else that I just, uh, I put a note on, I don't know where I got it from, but we have to receive to give. I think there is this uh, pressure to constantly give, 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 give in the business space, which is true. But in order to give, we have to be received. God wants us working from a place of overflow, not overwhelm. And too many of us as Christian entrepreneurs are working from a place of overwhelm god wants to say no 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 no. i want you to work from a place of overflow but in order to overflow to other people we have to receive more of of god and then and and then what we have so that we're overflowing like psalm 23 says that our cup overflows not just to the to the rim not just enough for our family not just enough to survive but so that we overflow okay I get so pumped up about this stuff because it just like, it just gets me super excited. Um, The Hebrew letter for the month is Zayin. I don't even know how you say it, but it represents the number seven. It's the seventh letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Um, You know I've shared a lot with you about the significance in the Bible and numbers. Another whole journey that we could totally go down. Uh, But seven is really important to the Lord and it represents perfection, completion, and rest. That had some major significance to me and our family for the season, so I don't know who else needs that, but I had to share that with you. So here are some monthly characteristics to really um, dive into and to really just like sit and marinate on, receiving and resting in His extravagant provision. It's a gift you can receive rest but whether you open it up and actually use it or not and rest is not inactivity rest is abiding in god and trusting that he is going to meet your natural with his super and do all that you could ever ask or imagine and plus them it's a month of celebrating and giving of his word because jesus came he is the word um the letter kills the spirit gives life and freedom um, we are created in his image as extravagant givers God is extravagant and is and when we receive his love and his gifts and his truths we then are supposed to then Set that and take that out to other people. Listen, the greatest commandment is to love God, love other people as you love yourself. Problem is, most people don't love themselves. That's a whole other conversation. But that's that's probably a major root of the problem. One is not actually knowing that God loves you to the extent that He actually does receiving God's love, not just from a um, yes salvation, but when you when you really grasp that concept like not just from like a story that you were told but you really understand what God did sending his only perfect son in the form of a man to come to earth in a natural way the supernatural natural way right he was birthed by Mary um, and then what Jesus did and how he experienced his life and then what he did on the cross for you and me but then that okay then what else does Jesus teach us we're, we're co-heirs with him we're king king of kings we are a royal priesthood when you understand that and you really start to understand it, then you can start to see how you could, in the month of Savan, really just be ready, expectant, and waiting to receive extravagant provision from God. He's that good, friends. He is that good. But we receive extravagant provision, not just so that we can buy ourselves another Louis Vuitton, although I think that's okay, uh, if, the, if, if that's in your budget and that's what you want, but... Um, but it's also to give to other people. It's to give, we're blessed to be a blessing. God wants you to enjoy your gifts though. By the way, that's a whole other thing. The church sometimes teaches you have to give everything away and you can't keep anything for yourselves. That is actually not biblical as I could show you many scriptures that says, God wants you to enjoy the gifts he's given you. Enjoy the fruits of your labor for another day. Our covenant to him is blessed to be a blessing, enough and extra, right? Um, enough is, is, is God is the God of enough, but he's also the God of extra. Um, this is the business person's month. So it's a totally a month that we should really get excited as entrepreneurs to know that there is stuff, there's stuff to learn here. And the God is the one who supplies all of our needs. And he is the one who gives us the ability to have wealth. That's why we need to be like this with him so that we're getting his supernatural strategy, his supernatural marketing, his supernatural provision for everything that we need for our business. Ask the Lord, uh, bless and confirm the works of your hands. Like we said in Psalm ninety seventeen, giving power to create wealth, uh, reading the New Testament definition of prosperity versus the Old Testament definition of prosperity. By the way, the New Testament definition of prosperity, you can find, someone can type this in the comments, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. Um, receiving his mercies and grace to complete our assignments, right? We're all running a race. We need to be able to receive his mercies, his great grace, his provision, his gifts, his love in order to run this race really well. And then consider your inheritance wisely, like Jacob and Esau. um, Interesting story with the the brothers, right? And one was very careless and sold his birthright. And Jacob then, of course, if you know, is very significant in God's word. All right, I'm going to run to these. Um, resources I've been kind of just ranting but I got some more to share with you all right the month of Sivan is known as the month of giving alignment and mercy. Sivan is when Moses received the Torah and the 10 commandments on Mount Sinai. It is also when the disciples received the Holy Spirit during Pentecost. Sivan is also associated with walking out the things that you have talked about. So let's not be a a group of of women of children of God who just talk about it. Let's actually walk out god's goodness in what we actually talk about whatever the dreams plans goals are that you've been talking about the past three months now is the time to take action toward it the emotional focus on this month is generosity not just the act of giving but cultivating a generous spirit generosity is all about alignment with the heart of god god is generous when we align with his heart we don't fear scarcity we are able to give freely from a place of abundance when we are aligned with his heart we're also able to trust in his justice and extend mercy and forgiveness Freely, Like Proverbs eleven twenty five says the generous person will be prosperous and he who waters will himself be watered. God has more than enough for you and me. I love this. I'm going to make a post about this. So the question to you really is if you really believe God is who he is, are you living from a place of glory to glory or are you living from a place of paycheck to paycheck? If you're living from a place of paycheck to paycheck, something is off. That is not the God we serve. Yes, he promises to give us more, enough for us, but right, he also wants to give us more than enough so that we can be a blessing to other people. And that's not just financially, right? It comes in all different shapes and sizes, but absolutely finance could and probably is a part of that. All right, that's that one. That'll preach in and of itself, right? Are you living from a place of glory to glory like God talks about in God's word or a place from paycheck to paycheck? Um... Okay, this season is about covenant between God and his people. God acknowledged that even though all the nations were his, the people of Israel were set apart to be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And you and I are a part of that because we are grafted in when Jesus said, I'm not just here for the Jews. I'm here for the Gentiles. I'm here for everybody. And so we are actually grafted into the the kingdom of God and part of his family. That's why Jesus is like a brother to us. right we're no longer slaves but we are like a brother to Jesus um this is when Moses had to go up to the mountain to meet with God and he had to set some strong boundaries for the people so that he had that time alone with God I encourage you to go to your mountain to meet with God every single day that's where my life changed that is where my life changed even even more so than listening to other sermons and listening to podcasts and listening to other teachers of God's word. Yes, those are all awesome. Keep doing that, but make sure you're carving out time that it's just you and God. And I promise you, if you are struggling with reading God's word, take one of my free workshops, the Flourish workshop or the Rooted and Ready workshop, just to start to see really, God wants to to reveal himself to you in his word. And he will do that as you go to your mountain to encounter him and spend time with him. God makes covenants with people, groups but He also is a very personal God and you'll need to have your own destiny journey and personal covenant with Him. This doesn't mean that you won't share revelations with others but God is probably going to give you some insight to you alone. Listen, there are times when God will share something for you that is only for you and I've learned that the hard way. I'm not supposed to, You're not supposed to share every single thing that God teaches you or shows you or shares with you because some of those things are very tailored to you and you alone. Um, and so I just encourage you, if you want to hear from God like you might hear other people talk about. Like I've heard, I'm like, yeah, I want to hear from God like that. Then the the best way to do that is to spend time with him and carve out that time so that you can have that intimacy with him and that really intimacy builds trust. And so as you give God more of your time, God's going to give you more of him so that you can start to build that relationship and that intimacy and then you have a stronger bond and a stronger trust with him to actually know more about really Who is he? And not just from a surface level of God is good, but from a heart level, which is why I am passionate about helping you not just know all these things about who God is, but actually marinating in those and and walking those out and living those out from your heart. And if we're talking about science, from your subconscious, right? Not choosing to believe it, but you just believe it because you believe it. Um, Okay, what else is there? Let me do one more thing and then let's wrap this up because I um could talk about this all day the month of savannah is about inheritance and new revelation um the two really arc together to create an energy of expectation as we address issues we begin walking out what we declared during nissan and er the previous two months and if like i said if you missed those you can go back and listen to those teachings um either on the podcast or here in the group so i'll um, Savan is the arrival at our personal Mount Sinai, our personal mountain. We focus on encouragement, strength, and empowerment during this change. It's also a time to receive a double portion of fruit and invite wisdom to be with us in the journey. Notice a theme with several variations is playing out here. In, um, I won't read that part to you. Uh, the Hebrew letter of the month Savan is Zayin. Its gematria is seven. That's the, the number. The original pictograph looks like a plow. Oh, this really tickled me because... Obviously, so much of the work I do is help you plow in the soil of your heart to prepare for the seeds that God wants to plant. Uh, so many of us just want the, the, and I have too, right? We just want the pretty part. We just want the flower. But we don't necessarily want to do the work that it takes to cultivate and prepare the soil in order to receive the seed that God wants to sow in us so that then we can grow, then we can um, flourish. And so seven is a picture of a plow. It's also, a, uh, it's like a pickaxe. This refers to food, cutting and nourishment. Zion can also mean to arm or to ornament. It speaks of abundance and fullness and brightness and full light. It can also be a doorpost, holding a device that gives stability. Uh, Zion means crown or weapon. Although the two words don't appear to relate, through the crown of creation, we have the weapon to overcome all negativity. And so here's some ways to activate God's promises this month. Number one, go back to your personal Mount Sinai. See yourself with the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And as Jesus is your advocate, grab a journal and and write. Sit with Him. Spend some time with Him. I, um... Obviously, I do this every morning. I sit with him, right? Uh, And then I also, like I said, go on these walks. Activate that, like, physically with the Lord. In Nisan and E.R., you begin walking out of your personal Egypt, right? The enslavement that the Israelites went to. But you, everyone is enslaved in some way. There's some lies that you're believing. The enemy is after your identity. That's what he's after because he is terrified of you actually knowing what Jesus already did for you and knowing who God really is and knowing who you are as a child of God so that you actually walk out the promises of God. Now it's time to rest for a bit. In that place with the Trinity on your mountain, receive your double portion. Moses came back and his face was like people couldn't even look at him because his face, he saw God and his face literally uh, was so bright that people couldn't look at him. Um, Invite wisdom to join you on the journey and wisdom is the Holy Spirit. Uh, focus on overcoming negativity and continue ridding yourself of any negative thought processes that are holding you back. If you need help with that, uh, that is what I do. I help you see the thoughts that are deeply rooted here that you're like, man, do I just need more willpower? I need more discipline. I need more motivation. No, you don't. You need to figure out what in here you're believing that is a lie from the enemy so that you can replace it and trade it with God's truth. That is where the power lies. That is where we take our thoughts captive. That is where we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. All right. Spend some time in the place of rest. A good way to do this is to uh, listen to music and uh, receive nourishment during this time. That's going to look different for everybody. Like I said, my suggestion is to turn. I do listen to music with lyrics when I'm going on my walk. Sometimes, more times than not, I will not so that I'm not distracted by words. And I'm really just focused on what the Lord, the word of the Lord that he wants to give me. Um, Create an energy of expectation through the, through the letters Zayin, if that's how you say it, the number seven, see abundance and light as you stand near it. After Moses went up to the mountain to meet God, he came down so full of light that the people could hardly look upon his face. Uh, Zayin is also full of nourishment needed for your continual journey as you too go up to your mountain to meet with God. Do this daily to receive the needed spiritual nourishment for the month. Um, just like that, God does not want you working from a place of overwhelm. He wants you to work from a place of Overflow. So this, my friends, is the month of God's extravagant provision, revelation, inheritance, not just so that you and your family can enjoy it, although that's part of it, but that you can then return that blessing and be a blessing to other people. Wow, that was a lot. I hope you got something from that. Um, I am super excited just to see all of you uh, just learning more and more about this and starting to see the significance in God's calendar and this kind of, um, as he continues to 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 reveal and share more to us. So, Father God, we thank you for this revelation. We thank you for these uh, truths. We thank you for your calendar and just Lord, I just pray every heart is ready to receive your extravagant provision. So as you are preparing each one of us to receive whatever it is that you have prepared for us, Father, I pray that if we are holding on to anything that we shouldn't be holding on to, that we get rid of it, that we exchange whatever it is that we're holding on to for whatever it is that you have for us. So, Lord, I pray that this word uh, to each ear that is hearing it uh, was encouraging and that they walk out this month with extravagant um, faith and and just expectation of you and who you are and your goodness. Father, we love you. We thank you for being such a good, good father. Uh, We praise you and we ask all of this in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen.